You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. This is a special end-of-the-year episode where you are going to get my list of top reads from 2019. So, how did I determine what books deserve to be on this list? First off, let me say it was difficult. I have read a lot of really good books this year. Obviously, not all of them could make the top list. And to be honest, not all the books I read this year would make it on my top list. But a whole lot would. There were some books that I absolutely loved this year. Uh, Many of them made it on my list. Not all of them did. I limited myself to 15 15 books, I should say, for this list. In addition, I also limited myself to only books which were published in 2019. So a lot of my reading sometimes takes place uh, from backlist titles. In this case, I was only looking for books that were released in 2019. From there, I looked at my rating for my review out of a 10-point scale, and the ones that were rated the, the best, the highest, made the list, and I organized the list based on my rating. Now, sometimes there are books that I had rated the same. In those cases, I had to decide which kind of was was the best out of however many books were rated, for instance, say uh, a 9 out of 10, which of those books was the one I enjoyed the most, and then work my way down from there. Bottom line, of these 15, whether we're talking number 15 or whether we're talking number 1, I think they are tremendous books. You should take a look at all of these books. Uh, When we're getting to this level, all of these novels are impressive, they're fun, they're wonderful, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. So uh, all of these are worth... are worth you taking a look at. My goal here is not to say that, you know, number one is the one you should, you should take a look at and read next. And, you know, number 13, oh man, you know, that, that's, that's no good. No, actually number 13 is very good and you should read it. Uh, number one, of course, very good. My top book from the year. The other thing that I have to say as we start out here is that Obviously, my rating is my rating. Uh, So anytime you have to rate a book, it's difficult. And anytime uh, anyone rates a book, it's their own opinion on it. So these are my top 15. There are a whole lot 
of additional books that I would be happy to recommend to you. You've heard me talk about a ton of books that I really enjoyed that did not make the list. I have read over 100 books this year, and even though some of those are backlist titles, many, many, many of them were published here in 2019, and they're, they're just, they're all wonderful, incredible, fun, uh, just, just really good stuff. Oh, I should also mention, if there were potentially two books in the same series that were rated the same or similarly, I only added one book from the series to the list. So whichever book in the series was the highest rated, in my opinion, from my ratings, that's the one that made it on the list. The rest uh, I'm just not going to mention, not because they're not great books. Uh, some of them are rated very, very highly, but just to, to keep things from to, to keep things as fair and as open as possible, uh, I, I just included one book per series. All right, I think that's all of kind of the explanation and and housekeeping. So I want to start then. We'll we'll start with number fifteen, and we will work our way up to my number one read from twenty nineteen. So. Number 15 on this list is The Shadow King by Alec Hudson. You've heard me talk about this on the podcast before. It is the third book in Hudson's uh, The Raveling series, and uh, it's excellent. It's a lot of fun. Classic fantasy or fantasy in a classic vein, however you want to put it. Uh, Cool magic, really deep, deep world building. And uh, I, I just, I really, really enjoyed it. It's, it's a lot of fun and uh, you should absolutely check it out. Uh, obviously you need to start with the Crimson Queen, the first book in the series, but the Shadow King, I gave it a nine out of 10 and really excellent read. Take a look at it. My number 14 for the year was Sin Eater by Mike Shell. I give this a 9 out of 10, and it's another sequel. This one, to uh, the sequel to Aching God, which was a Spiffbo finalist last year. Again, loved it. Uh, if you've heard me talk about this book uh, on the podcast before, Sin Eater is... Uh, it, it has some great ambiance pieces. It expands the world that Shell is playing in. It uh, has some really interesting magic, some deep history, and the plot is really interesting and and deals with uh, kind of mythology and religion and gods. And and you you all, if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, know that I love that kind of stuff in my fantasy. So Sin Eater is my number 14 from 2019. Number 13 is Steel Crow Saga by Paul Kruger. Now, one of the things I loved about this one is it's sort of a Pokemon meets, uh, you know, like a... It's kind of Pokemon meets Jade City, actually, in in some ways. Uh, Really neat setting. uh, Lots of great deep character work. Not all the characters are uh, like super likable, but 
I think that the, the the character work and the character growth that we see really from all four of the main viewpoint characters is really, really neat. I gave it a nine out of 10. It is a great, great book. Uh, definitely check it out. Number 12 on my list, The Girl with No Face by M.H. Borison. This is another one that I gave nine out of 10. And this one, it's the, the descriptions here of uh, sort of the spirits and it's, it's this uh, Chinese take on the spirits that r- reminds me of nothing so much as, say, a Hayao Miyazaki film. I realize they're working with different folklore and different uh, sort of religious backgrounds and, and that kind of thing. One from Japan, one from China. Those are not the same thing. But... Nevertheless, it has that sort of ambiance. Some of uh, his description in uh, in the novel really is quite evocative. I loved it. Neat uh, magic. The uh, main character is a Dao Shi who's sort of this um, exorcist and kind of this go-between for the, the realm of the living and the spirit realm. Very, very interesting. A lot of character depth to this book as well. I loved it. Go check it out. The Girl with No Face by M.H. Borison is my number 12 for 2019. Sitting at number 11, Jade War by Fonda Lee. This is the sequel to Jade City, and it was awesome. Contemporary, secondary world uh, inspired by uh, Japan and uh, you get to see in this second book even a larger locale, uh, just wonderful, uh, absolutely fascinating uh, magic system, or I don't know if magic system is quite the right word, but but the magic physically enhances uh, people and allows them to, to do things by manipulating their jade aura. It's really, really cool. Uh, I loved it. A lot of fun. You should definitely check it out. And uh, this uh, Fonda Lee's uh, Green Bone Saga has definitely been on some folks' radar, and for good reason. Uh, Jade War was an excellent sequel. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Check it out. At number 10 on my list, Fate Lashed by Josh Erickson. Uh, Erickson's Ethereal Earth series is one of the big reasons, in fact, probably the biggest reason that I have really broadened my horizons a bit in terms of reading urban fantasy. Uh, Erickson's work here is just really good. Uh, Faith Lashed improves on everything. The original book in the series, which uh, is called Hero Forged, uh, it improves on everything Hero Forged did. We get a bigger sense of the world. One of the things I love about what Erickson is doing here is the way that he, he sets this in the modern world, but he uses mythologies and, and, and folklore from around the world and 
is sort of, you know, he tweaks and, and does his own thing here and there, but, but he really creates this fascinating amalgamation of, of different myths and, and, and legends that sort of come to life in this novel. Plus, the, the main character is uh, just hilarious when it comes to his narration and very, very authentic, real feeling. So Fate Lashed by Josh Erickson. I gave this one a 9 out of 10 as well. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Obviously, you got to read Hero Forge first, but uh, Fate Lashed, top read of mine from 2019. At number 9 on my list... A Memory Called Empire by Arcadi Martin. Now, here's uh, something that's a little different. This is a science fiction novel, and it's one I thoroughly enjoyed. It's maybe a little more on the cerebral side as opposed to like military sci-fi or something like that, but a lot of fun. Again, a lot of depth to the characters. And really interesting and unique world. I, I don't know if I've ever come across a sci-fi world that is quite like this one. So it's unique. It's a lot of fun. Um, I believe the sequel to this uh, releases in August-ish of 2020. So pick up A Memory Called Empire. If you enjoy science fiction, this is a great one. Check it out one of my top reads of the year, sitting at number nine on my list. So all of those that I've just named, I rated as nine out of 10, which is not an easy score to get. Uh, that means that this is something I can confidently say to people. I loved it. it could not put it down. You need to get it and move it to the top of your TBR. That's how good it is. All of those that I've just named are incredible reads. You need to do that. We're now going to move into the realm of books that I've actually rated even higher. So everything that I loved about these books that I've just named, they're great. These books now are moving even just that, that little bit higher. There's just something that set them apart that little bit more uh, that maybe it connected with me that little bit more because of a, a particular character moment or this or that. We're really talking about small things at this point, but small things combine to, to really make uh, some incredible novels. And I am so excited about uh, some of these next ones I'm going to talk about. So number eight on my list, and this is one I gave 9.2 out of 10, Cursebreaker by Carol A. Park. Uh, now I've mentioned on the podcast before, bias warning, blah, 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 blah. I thought about maybe not including Cursebreaker at all, but it truly is one of my top reads from the year. And I love, love, love the magic system. The mythology in this world is absolutely wonderful. But the thing that, that stands out to me the most is the character work. And frankly, the difference in the development of some of the characters in this book, uh, we get, I don't want to spoil anything, but, but we get some characters that are, as they're developing and as you're seeing what they're going through, they're actually, uh, 
maybe more frustrating, but in a way that feels really authentic. Whereas other characters are going through something completely different. And because they have a different personality, they're responding to it in entirely different ways. And I just think that the the way that uh, Park kind of crafts this uh, difference in characters and the minutia there is really, really neat. And then you throw in a really cool science hard magic system and great um, religion and mythology and some really cool uh, evocative descriptive scenes in a section of the novel. And I'm just, I, I love this. It's number eight on my list from 2019, Cursebreaker by Carol A. Park. Moving forward, we get at number seven, The Light of All That Falls by James Islington. This is uh, the third book in his trilogy that began with The Shadow of What Was Lost and the middle book, An Echo of Things to Come. This is a twisty, well-plotted, deep, deep world building. Uh, I give it a 9.2 out of 10 cool magic, complex. The world building is complex. The the plotting is complex. Uh, we're dealing with uh, time and destiny and fate as, as topics. Uh, wonderful, wonderful representations of how the good guys and the bad guys can both be very convinced of their, of their cause. And I love that about this book. It's, it's probably got some of the most complex and intricate plotting that I have seen in a fantasy novel. It really is one of a kind in that way. And I just loved it. It was a great, great book. 9.2 out of 10, The Light of All That Falls by James Islington. Moving on to the next, sitting at number six on my list for 2019 is The Hanged Man by Katie Edwards. This is the second book in the tarot sequence and Keith in the, oh my goodness, it is such a great sequel. The character work here is wonderful. There's fun banter. It, it, it's serious and dramatic, but doesn't take itself too seriously. I love that. Um, the, 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 all of the pieces come together and there's just this lovable cast of characters that, just grips you from the very beginning. And I just absolutely loved, um, well, well, well worth, uh, your time. And, uh, really I cannot recommend highly enough the tarot sequence, uh, the last son, great read the hanged man, even better. And, uh, at 9.2 out of 10, this one is number six on my list. Love it. Please go read it check it out. Um, just a lot of fun. I, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, there are, there's cool magic, great characters, found family, um, just some really emotional moments in this story that just connect with me. And, and I still think about some of them, um, weeks, months after after having read the book. So check it out, The Hanged Man by Katie Edwards. Let me pause very quickly here to say that we're now moving into my top five 
from 2019. These are books that I think are absolutely phenomenal. They're all rated 9.5 or more out of 10. I can't say enough good things about all of these. And it was very, very difficult to put these in and order um, because I think they're all so excellent and they're, and they're all so wonderful. Um, but for you, dear listener, I labored and I put them in an order. <laughs> so at number five on my list for 2019, One Word Kill by Mark Lawrence. This is the first book in his Impossible Times trilogy. And here's an example. The the whole Impossible Times trilogy released in uh, 2019, they were all excellent. One Word Kill, the first one, had the best rating from me by just a hair. And so that's the one that got onto the list here at, at number five. But One Word Kill by Mark Lawrence. This is a a science fiction tale, uh, a little kind of Stranger Things-esque in that it's set uh, in the 1980s. The characters uh, in the novel uh, have a D&D campaign that they are playing that uh, plays a somewhat important role in the plot, though if you're not familiar with D&D, it's not going to stop you from enjoying the book in any way. Uh, so it's it, knowledge of D&D is not in any way required to enjoy the book, but um, it, it's, it's twisty, time travel, timey-wimey. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I loved it. And the thing I loved about it, well... I mean, there, there are several things. One is the emotion that you get in this from, from the first page, from the opening sentence. I, I just, that there's, there's emotion and there's pathos in this novel that is really, really meaningful. Uh, I think it was excellent in that regard. Uh, there's great character development throughout it. And there's a lot of, you know, it just leaves you thinking. It's one of those novels that leaves you thinking about the plot, about the characters, about the emotion, about what the characters have gone through. And it's very, very hard to put down. Uh, so One Word Kill by Mark Lawrence, number five on my list for 2019. At number four for on my list for 2019 is Underlord by Will White. This is part of his Cradle series. I think it's book number six or something in the Cradle series. Um, Underlord, uh, 9.5 out of 10. I love this book. I love the whole Cradle series. It's great. Uh, Underlord in particular, I think, gave us a real glimpse into the motivations of the characters that I really, really appreciate. And I think even sets it, uh, it, it sets Underlord apart uh, even in a in a series that's really really good, it sets it apart a little bit and and just makes it that that little bit better because we do get so much character development and so much insight into the characters. Plus, really cool magic, great fight scenes. Uh, oh, the big overarching plot uh, starts to become even a little more clear in Underlord, and and there's more questions that that raises for us as readers. So it's it's wonderful to to just keep reading and just be 
really invested in that plot as well. And the book does a good job of, of keeping you invested in that way, but, but letting us really get a better sense of the, the, the characters and um, the emotion that they're feeling and, and all of that. I love that. That's a must for me in, uh, in fantasy novels where we're getting to this level. I need to feel an emotional connection to the characters and, and really feel for what they're going through and where they're at. And, and I do um, in all of these books, I absolutely do. But uh, number four on my list for 2019, Underlord by Will White. And now, now we're getting into the top three, and these were even harder to order and to say, you know, okay, this is number three, this is number two, this is number one. Number three. So this is out of over a hundred books that I read in. 2019. This is my third favorite book. This is one I think everyone needs to read. It is wonderful. 9.5 out of 10. Fortune's Fool by Angela Board. Absolutely incredible read. Wonderful uh, sort of romantic fantasy. Um, great, great uh, world building and kind of a uh, renaissance uh, Italy-inspired setting, unique characters, a little bit of a of a mystery sometimes in terms of trying to put together what what happened to the characters or what's going on. And the story is told in uh, sort of a a past timeline where you're getting some of the history and then a present timeline. But uh, Angela does a really good job of making sure that you're not uh, confused by that. You you know where you are in, in you know in, in each chapter, whether it's past or or present time and I really appreciated that aspect of it as well. Uh, really great storytelling. You feel a connection to the characters. It's a lot of fun. And it is, uh, out of all the books I've read this year, my number three. It also happens to be a current Spiffbo finalist, and it is very deserving of that. Uh, go check out this book, Fortune's Full by Angela Board, one of my absolute favorites from 2019. At number two on my list for 2019 is The Sword of Kaigen by M.L. Wong. This was another 9.5 out of 10 for me. And friends, oh my goodness, this book wrecked me. The amount of emotion that Wong packs into this novel is simply amazing. It's it's hard to find words to describe. She has courage to, um, to to take us to places and to do things with her characters and the plot that authors very rarely do, to be completely honest. And those risks pay huge dividends in the back half of the book. There were moments when I was absolutely 100% crying when I read this book. I am not going to lie, and I am not afraid to admit that. It is a phenomenal fantasy, a cool magic system that reminds me a little bit of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, but uh, better explained and, and, and with more depth to it. Really neat world. Uh, I, I love everything about this book. And uh, it is just one to go pick it up. If you have not read this, it is a standalone book. It is wonderful. Um, Go check it out, read it. It's, words fail me, words fail me. And 
it's just worth your time and your reading, and it is incredible. And uh, I truly believe if you read this, it will wreck you, but in a good way. And it's just that awesome of a book. So please, please, please go take a look. That was number two on my list for 2019. Number one on my list for 2019, the best book that I read this year, my favorite, A Brightness Long Ago by Guy Gavriel Kay. I love Guy Gavriel Kay. He is one of my favorite authors. A Brightness Long Ago did not disappoint. His prose is beautiful and unique. It is uh, flowing and poetic at points. It draws you in. And this book dealt so much with emotion and the human condition. It's, it's, it's about ideas and it's about emotions and it's about um, growing up and the pain of loss and how sometimes our lives turn on a moment, a decision. It's out of this world. It's phenomenal. It's beautiful. Uh, it's it's one of a kind. It's, it's Guy Gavriel K. It's beautiful to read. Uh, and so I cannot, cannot recommend it highly enough to you. A Brightness Long Ago. Uh, it was another one that, that got to me emotionally. Uh, the characters are, you, you understand them so well. Um, and one of the reasons you do is because of Kay's absolutely beautiful and evocative prose. Uh, he pulls you in and he's dealing with concepts and ideas at such a wonderful level. It's It makes it so fun uh, to read. Uh, it makes reading an experience because of the beauty of the prose and, and the ideas that he's really dealing with. And so I cannot recommend to you highly enough A Brightness Long Ago, my top book from 2019, rated as a 10 out of 10. This book was incredible, and I hope you take the time, if you haven't already, to go and to read it. That is my list of top reads from 2019. Thank you so much for sticking with me. It has been phenomenal to get to read all of these books. It's been difficult to narrow it down to a list of 15 top novels for 2019, but there they are, my 15 top reads from 2019. Uh, I hope you've had a great year of reading, and you uh, let me know what some of your top reads were. If they're on my list or if they're not, let me know. Thanks so much for sticking with me, and Happy New Year. (laughs) 